Where's my hat? <laughs> it's right here. Very average gaming. I'm Will Williams. He's Joe Cotter. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast where two guys discuss their weekly gaming adventures. This week, um, we have pretty much just our kind of personal take on what we did this week. And um, we kind of going to go over a little bit of what we um, thought stood out in um, the Summer Game Fest. That's pretty much it this week. Nothing in gaming history worth noting. So I guess we'll get right into it. How was your week? It was uh, very non-eventful. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, we were almost both suffocated by by smoke from you know the the various forest fires around here. But oh yeah, craziness. Other than other than that, not real bad. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, same here. Kids are almost done with school, so they're all rambunctious and nutso, and it's uh, winding down. They got three more days left. Hmm. When are they done? Their, their last day is Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, I heard that, like the last three days this week are like all half days and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's because we had no snow days, so like the school year is now ending a little earlier because they um took days off the end of the year. And because my kids are like in kindergarten and third grade, it's not like a high school graduation type of deal. So, yeah. What was it? I was driving to work Friday, and um, because it was uh, it was like quarter after twelve, and I'm coming down Old Trenton Road. And a freaking school bus, I'm like, really? I thought I was avoiding the school buses <laughs> nah, at this time. That time of year. Well, then you're not going to have any school buses in about a week, so don't worry. Yeah, I, I know. I love driving in summer. Yeah, I know. The traffic is so much better. I don't have to take kids to school. Oh, I can't wait. You know, my kids started playing this. Like, they've had this account called this thing called Prodigy on the computer. Uh-huh. And, and it's like, um, it's like a pretty cool turn-based rpg but in order to like attack the enemy you have to answer like math questions so like they've had this available through their school for like ever and finally they decided they want to start playing it at home so they've been playing a lot of that this week that's like pretty much the gaming that's been going on in my house other than you know our obsession with diablo um just a mild one to the point where we only have one like laptop for the family because how often do with phones now like how often do we really use a p like a computer well that's that that's the funny <laughs> part is you guys have more switches than computers <laughs> well we do yeah so they, they they've been fighting over it because um though right. it's the the one that's linked to their school accounts and stuff so uh it's like they're arguing and fighting over who gets to play and how long uh, they get uh, to play and you know i was at the one in like the play area right out on by the top of the steps yeah, that yeah, that, that's where Emerson used to do her remote learning. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's always a fun, uh, fun adventure. Uh, I think I'm gonna try to convince them and steer them towards Pokemon Snap for the Switch. I think it's more of a game that they can rotate and like take turns and play on without fighting. Mm-hmm. But I don't have any much of gaming I played this week. I mean, all all I all I did is play. Um, I'm exhausted from just playing Diablo Four. So we're going to do a whole separate episode on our take of Diablo 4 because there's just, I think there's just so much me and Joe here want to talk about about it. So 
moving moving from that, so summer's game summer uh, the, the summer game fest came out this week, right? It's a little yeah. earlier. Last year, I think I, I recall it came out in like August. I want to say it came out a lot later, I believe. Or was that it the was game July, awards? Jul- no game award. No game awards was uh, fall. Um, yeah. You're probably thinking of Gamescom. Oh, Gamescom. Okay. Yeah, summer summer game fest. Now, last year, if I remember right, it came out somewhere around July. July, okay, yeah. So it's a little mm-hmm. earlier, right? It, it took me by surprise, you know, with everything going on with school and the kids, and it's it's birthday party after birthday party, and all this end of the year stuff. Like I had no idea it was out until I saw it was um, tweeted live. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so um, you told me you told me after the fact that it was already over. So you know, yeah, yeah. I had to go back and watch it. Yeah. Some, Really amazing games coming out. Oh, yeah, same here. So we're going to just go over the handful of games that um, we felt stood out and discuss, you know, a little bit about what we're hoping for from them, and then we'll go from there. So um, what was the first one, you know, you... For for me, being we're on our whole Diablo kick, uh, that really kind of stood out to me was, um, for anybody that knows this game uh, from the original one, Path of Exile. This is Path of Exile 2. Okay, Path of Exile. I love Path of Exile. Such a great yeah. game. And the second one looks a lot like a. It, it's pretty much like a Diablo clone. Okay. No, um, but it's it's got like a, which is really surprising to say this, but a even darker um, tone to it. Hmm. From the gameplay that they should that they showcased, like it's it it's really dark. It's you know you could you could see the. You know, it's very, very visceral. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. You know, did they show a lot of gameplay? I would say about a good um, 30, 30 seconds to a minute worth. That's not bad. I, I, liked no. the, I liked this this game fest because a lot of the um, games had actual gameplay footage, not just trailers yeah. and, you know, cutscene. It was like a lot no. of actual gameplay, which was nice to see. Yeah, because when they start the, the whole thing, like... Uh, the trailer and stuff like that, it'll say, you know, actual gameplay. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, you know, and I know um, they also, they announced Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 1, which I, I don't understand what the whole 1 is for. I think it's, uh, like I think that what they're doing is, I it I think they've already done it with this franchise once, with the whole re, uh, soft reboot. Okay. Um, I think it's looking like what they're going to do again. It looks like it's going to be either a soft reboot or a shift in their story and timeline. Uh, okay, so, get what you're saying. So, so we'll see. Um, as far as like visually and fight moves and stuff like that that they showed off, wow. Oh, the game looks amazing. Wow. It, it, it's visually the best looking Mortal Kombat I've ever seen. Fighting games have come a long, long way from the original Mortal Kombat on the Sega mm-hmm. and Super Nintendo. Oh, without a doubt. They did showcase the new Street Fighter game as well. I did not write that down as one of my standouts just because I was never... I mean, with the exception of like the old Marvel versus Capcom games and stuff like that, I was really never uh, a Street Fighter guy. I, was, I always leaned more toward uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, same here. Just because that's what I grew up on. I, I, I my, Me, it was more... Um, I was better at Mortal Kombat than Street Fighter. That too. You know, uh, I, you know, so I like the, I think the characters, well, they're both recognizable characters, but I think the characters from Street Fighter are very more recognizable. Like, I think more people who aren't in gaming know Ken, Ryu, Chun-Li, 
yeah. you know, the big names as opposed to Mortal Kombat. But um, in terms of my personal preference, I've always leaned more towards Mortal Kombat as well. Yeah, um, Street Fighter tended to be more of the more accurate fighting sim, whereas Mortal Kombat was always the faster paced arcade fighter. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, the one game that the one of the few games that stood out for me um, was um, Lies of P. Which I, I can't wait for this game. This game looks like freaking amazing. <laughs> yeah, we both have this down as a standout. It, this it, game looks like it could be something special if if it's done right. Well, there's a demo available, so you could, you could play a little bit of the, the you know the beginning of the game, which is nice. Um, it's expected to release in September, which is a lot. It's kind of earlier than I thought. Um, yeah. And it's it's like Bloodborne, but it's telling the story of Pinocchio from what I've gathered, like a dark version of Pinocchio. Yes, it does look very, very dark. And it, it's if you like, it looks like, like Bloodborne, it's like the Bloodborne you're going to finally get to play on the Xbox. And I'm really looking forward to that, like immensely. Because even though I have yet to beat the original Bloodborne or Demon Souls or Dark Souls or Returnal or <laughs> I've beaten Dark uh, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, but yeah, so it, it looks like it's going to be really good. Um, At great cost to my mental health, but I beat it. <laughs> and now that I know there's, there's a demo, I'm probably going to download it this um, weekend just to give it yeah. just to give it a, a go with it, just to see if it's. As good as it looks, um, one of the other games that I personally found as a, as a standout is the Su- Sonic Superstars. With um, Sonic Frontiers doing as well as it did, um, I'm I'm really hoping that this reboots um, the 2D style of Sonic. Yes, um, I, I think what makes me really look forward to it more though is the fact that it's a four player co op side scroller. So um, I'll be able to play with the kids. Like we could play to all, we could all pick a character and we could all play together. Like we do super Mario 3d world or the mm-hmm. new super Mario brothers. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's going to be geared towards, you know, I guess kids, which is really nice. Um, it looks, it looks amazing. It looks really great. That's supposed to come out this fall too. Yeah. Um, to add on to what you said, um, and going back to our conversation last year, I am very happy that the Sonic game did good. Oh, me too. It it was long overdue that that franchise got a good game. <laughs> Way overdue. It was it, it's fifteen years overdue. Yeah, no, you're um, you're hundred percent. So right. it's it's really awesome to finally see that that them make a comeback. Yeah, no, definitely. Like it, it's 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 nice because like my kids are finally like understanding who Sonic is. Like they yeah. knew they've known who Mario was since they've been like in. And diapers, pretty much. Like, Delaney right now is like, she sees pictures of Mario and she says Mario. And she's not well, even not, two. Well, not only that, but the other two are both obsessed with it, so. Yeah, well, that helps. She's just going to follow suit with the, whatever the two of them are doing. But there was never any Sonic game really worth having them play. Yeah. Um, until we started playing Sonic Frontiers. And they've watched the movies. They really mm-hmm. like the yeah. two Sonic movies. So it's just nice to see that they're bringing that brand back. Like Sega is finally doing something with it that's worth mentioning. Yeah, and it's great to see because it's again, like I was saying, it's long overdue for that franchise. Oh, definitely. Um, and then um, what? Anything else <clears throat> that you've you've noticed? Like um, I yeah, I, yeah, I got, I got, a, I got, I got a few more I want to go over real quick. Okay, go um, Witchfire, 
This looks like it could be a really fun game. It's made from the makers of Bulletstorm. So, and from the gameplay, I could totally see that because it had that, that the, if, if anybody who's ever played Bulletstorm, it just had that, the way the shooting worked and everything, like you could see it in the gameplay, but it was like, almost like more of like a medieval theme. And it also looked like there was some magic in there as well. Well, that's cool. I liked Bulletstorm. I, yeah, but from, yeah, just from like some of the weapons that I saw, like I saw a, a, a crossbow, a blunderbuss. A blunderbuss. Uh, <laughs> for, for anybody that doesn't know what a blunderbuss is, it's basically a medieval shotgun that you could load with whatever the heck. Well, just just and, think and of just like, fire a bunch of shrapnel at people. It's it's well, I mean, this is dating me, but it's it's that gun that um Daffy Duck would always shoot. Yeah, I too. And Looney Tunes. <clears throat> so <laughs> blunderbuss. What's the actual? <laughs> it's the actual name of the gun. Well, I, I know. I know that's the name of the gun. I, I know. <laughs> so I think what I liked uh, about Bulletstorm was um, bringing back to mm-hmm. Bulletstorm, which is I'm hoping which fire takes the thing. The writing and the and the story mm-hmm. to that game was fun. It was granted it was a one time playthrough. There was no replay value to the game. No, no. But that one playthrough was amazing. It was a, it and was the, a great time. And the, and the voice acting was also amazing, especially for, for its any- time. Uh, and for anybody that played um, call, plays Call of Duty Zombies. The main character in Bulletstorm will be very familiar to you. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, see, there you go. Because because the, the guy the guy that plays the main character for uh in Bulletstorm um is one of the main characters in Zombies. The guy that voices him, uh, the character Dempsey. Oh, okay. I had no idea so, of that. Yeah. So so a lot of people will know will know who that character. Oh, that's cool. 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 So what do you think of the, um, the John Carpenter's Toxic Commando? This looks like it's going to be a really fun sort of like Left for Dead kind of clone. Oh, okay. but it looks like it's going to have more of a story. Well, I hope so. I mean, Left for Dead such a fun game, but the story is so paper thin and minimal that it like takes away. That's from just, the game. Yeah, it was the same thing with Back for Blood. Like, there, there, there's there's a story, but it's not really that. Yeah, it's great. not. It's not a story. It's a, it's a story, but it's not really a story. The, the st- yeah, the story is just to get you from one to hold you over from what cutscene to the next. That's pretty much all it is until you get back into the action. Yeah, and it, but this looks really cool. Uh, some new some gameplay features that look really cool is it looks like they're gonna have like um, where you could be in the turret like on top of uh like a Humvee or stuff like that using like the machine gun and stuff like that. So like things like that looked really cool. So I'm hoping that's actual like I'm hoping that's not just for the video. I'm hoping that's like actual gameplay. Yeah, no, definitely. And like, isn't Toxic Commando a movie? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't really remember. You, you're the movie. You're the movie guru. You know more than sure me. it is. I think it's based off of a movie. I it, the movie with the the guy. <sighs> like, oh, or what's that Toxic Avenger? But yeah, it does look like it's going to be uh at minimum. Uh, it does look like it's going to be a multiplayer game, and from what they showed in the video, it looked like four different characters. Okay. Yeah, four-player co- Yeah, it's a four-player zombie shooter. Yep. Okay. That's cool. But I, I just it's, hope it's that it's It's probably going to have a decent... Shooter. It's probably going to have a decent story due to the fact that John Carpenter's attached to it. Yeah, he doesn't usually try to... He doesn't usually let his name, f- like, thrown out there unless there's it's somewhat decent of a project. So you know, so I, I'm hoping because I'm tired of these um zombie co-ops 
that are like garbage. There's so well, many it's of not, them too. It, it's not even the fact that they're garbage. It's just the gameplay is just really repetitive and doesn't have a lot of substance. Yeah, that's true. And it's competing like, with a lot of like actual zombie games that are good, like Dying Light and Dead Dead Island. Like, there's a lot of zombie yeah. games that have been coming out lately that are actually, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Not only that, but then you throw in the first person shooter aspect of it, and they're competing with really good first person shooters at the same time. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's one of those mashable genre type games. Well, that, that's the problem I had with Back for Blood because Back for Blood is basically like a, a spiritual successor of Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Okay. It's it's made by the same people, um, but like it again, it did. I like I played through the campaign and stuff. It was some. It had some really cool features in that game. Yes, with a hundred percent. Um, but some things that just it, the story wasn't very um well, amazing. Flat. Like it's yeah, it, it lands flat. The final boss fights stupid. Just bunch. It's of like complete, sponge. It, it's a bullet sponge kind of deal. And if you're doing it solo, it, it's 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 almost impossible to do because the, the AI is dumb as all hell. And they just get squished by the the giant thing you're trying to kill. So <laughs> you, it ends it, instead of it being a, a you know four on one, it ends up becoming a a one a, a, you know a, a one versus all the zombies swarming you and the boss at the same time. Well, that's what I did here. I hear I heard that like in Back for Blood that the co op AI was hor- horrendous. Yeah, like they don't follow you. They don't. They just do their own thing, and usually it ends up getting them killed. Yeah, you would think that these um, multiplayer games would have learned from um, Aliens, Col- um, Colonial Marines, because that's how that's what that was the problem with that game. Well, that that game was DOA before even that was another one of Gearbox's blunders. Yeah, well, you know they they can afford to make blunders. Yeah, Borderlands. Well, they they keep taking <laughs> on these projects that are just they're they're already complete disasters before they even get their hands on them yeah and they're so far gone that they can't they can't bring them back to any kind of relevance well they're trying Same thing with, like that duke nukem was an absolute mess and yeah. they think it was a mess after they let it go so i mean the, by the time they got a hold of it i think it had already been through like it was already like 15 years and like five or six different publishers yeah nah <laughs> There was no hope for that game from from the get go. Yeah, definitely not. No, it was it was you said DOA. Um, one of the other games that I I noticed that I really enjoyed um was Alan Wake Two. I am like really looking forward to Alan Wake Two. Um, because I liked the first one, but this one um looks pretty cool. Like you play as not only Alan Wake but also a fictional character in one of the stories that he wrote, an FBI agent. So. They showed a good amount of gameplay footage on this one, too. And it pretty much looks like a modern-day version of Alan Wake, which was nice to see. Like, they didn't try to, like, overly change the game. And that formula of that game worked really well. I think it was done really well back then, and I'm sure that it's going to continue to do really well in the f- in the future. Um, and it's coming out in October, which shocked me, again, that um, it was just announced like a couple weeks ago, and now they already have a release date for it, which is great. Mm-hmm. I just hope it's not rushed. 
I that I was getting ready to say that is I hope a lot of these games that look absolutely stunning don't run into the same problems that the last few games of the last couple months have run into of just being complete clusters at, at launch and being glitchy messes. Well, I think unfortunately, like the the resurgence of cyberpunk uh-huh. has kind of given these developers and stuff like a false hope like that game was like horrible on release oh it was so bad when it launched but so bad be, they, and then over time they were able to fix it and make it what it should be and then everyone went out and played it well yeah but the problem is is that it should be like that see like this is the problem is the consumers do not care how long your window for the game is launch it at the end of the day it's the consumers don't care about when you release your game. Yeah. Your stockholders are the ones that making these decisions and, and forcing you to release these games before they're ready. That's true. It has, it has nothing to do with the consumers. No, we, we're going to buy it anyway. It, we're going to buy it. If it's a good game, people are going to buy it. You know, like... I, like If yeah. people go out and spend $70 for a glitchy mess at launch... They're going to be pissed, and, and you're going to hear buy about it. it. They're not going to buy that seventy dollars glitchy mess the next time you release something. That's the whole thing. Is they're going to be if this keeps happening, people are going to start being less inclined to spend that money on these games. Yeah, no, you're right. You're 100 percent right. I mean, you'll get people that will just go buy the game because that's just what they do because they they like having collections. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Huh? Look at, look at the bulb. Yeah, but you bought those games after the fact. Most of them. Yeah, I, got, I usually wait for sales. I don't. I don't buy and, retail. And most of them are Nintendo games, which are, usually don't have that problem. That that is true. No, well, that third party Nintendo games, are, but the first okay. party games, no. Okay, mainline Nintendo games don't yeah. usually have that problem. No, they don't. They don't have that problem at all. It's like a quality item right there. That's a quality item. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, and then I, I pretty much have one more of that. I have one more too. So we'll go, we'll go through them. Go ahead. Um, Immortals of uh, Avum. Okay. This game looked amazing. Um, it looks like it's going to be like an action RPG fantasy kind of take, kind of take game. It looks really good. So it's just, it's like a, like, um, is it going to be action RPG turn based? Did they show anything like that or no? no it looks like it's going to be more more of like a. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to explain. It's just it's more it's like a free like it's not going to be like a turn based RPG if, from from gameplay that I saw. It's going to be like Skyrim. Yeah, action. It's going to be more like that. Yeah. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. But it looks fantastic. Yeah, no. My my last one on the list is um Spider-Man 2. And so far, right, the first two renditions of Spider-Man for the PlayStation 5 have been nothing short of amazing. The original Spider-Man, which came out on the PS4, but they remastered it for the PS5, is probably one of the greatest current-gen games I've ever played. The physics of swinging from building to building with spider-man sticky stuff Ooh, sticky stuff you know web slinger is unreal like they they have it down pat it's like they went out and made a game that you play at spider-man then they came out with miles morales which in a sense is just a shorter version of the original spider-man with a completely different story because it stars miles morales 
And that game was also completely amazing. Um, it's arguably which one is better. You can actually interchange them depending on your take. Um, so Spider-Man 2 coming out is like, and it's coming out this year. So like it's it's really like getting my me excited. I'm getting excited. For no, the, I mean the Spider-Man. The last few Spider-Man games have been really good. Yeah, the, yeah, the, for the two the, on the PlayStation. Um, you know what I did notice even aside from Spider-Man is that they um for people who you know for um Sony who complains about all this exclusivity crap, um the new Final Fantasy Rebirth is was also shown and that's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, I'm really surprised you didn't put that down as one of your showcases. I haven't gotten through the first um Final Fantasy VII remake, so like I had like I haven't. I'm not as excited because it's Final Fantasy VII. So in order to play it, I have to play the first one first. Like it's a continuation story, so it's not like it's a pick up and go. Um, so I'm not quite as excited for that because of having to play the first one first. If that makes any sense. Yeah. You know. Um, I and also like I think I did notice that they're they're coming out with like a competitive mode for Marvel Snap. Um, there's um, there's a couple. There's another like a dragon coming out. Um, they're just, I'm trying to think of some other like honorable mentions. They're not to go into depth on, but just like to, to touch upon. Um, and then this week you have the Microsoft showcases coming out this week, which I'm really, uh, Monday, right? I think so. It's early in the week. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that because Microsoft needs to step up their game. Yes, they do. After last year, they, they got some catching up to do. And after the red falls, horrible. Um, when when the CEO of Microsoft comes out and takes personal responsibility for it, you you know it's bad. Yeah, no, it, you know. So I'm hoping that they they kind of like show you what their roadmap moving forward. Obviously, they bailed on Halo, so we know that's not going to be a Halo thing. I just don't know why they don't go to their well of like their old good titles, like Gears of yeah. War. That's the first one that popped into my head. Like they had, I think they had Gears Five. Yeah, I heard Gears Five was a good game, but I heard it um, it had very mixed uh, reaction to it. Gear Gears Five was a it was a very good game, but it was very short. And then after you beat it, there was no like there was no replayability. Unless you're like a serious Gears player, there was no real reason to go back to it. I could never get into Gears. I always thought Gears was a fun, fun game that was really cool and stuff like that. But I could never really get into the whole third person shooter. See, I I was the same way. So I never played Gears on the 360 or the the Xbox One. And then I started playing the Division, Mm -hmm. which is a third person kind of shooter and the Division Mm -hmm. 2. And Mm -hmm. it kind of changed my opinion on that genre of game. To where now I think if I were to go back and play Gears, I would enjoy it more because now I have more of a sense of how to play it. Yeah, like I always thought like some of the mechanics in Gears was cool, like where you could like shimmy along the wall yep. and like all them kind of like cool Shoot little mechanics. I was Yeah, like you could do like the, the no look shooting and stuff like that. Like I always thought mechanics wise it was a great game. I just could never get into the whole third person deal. Yeah. I mean, it's it's different with like a, like like Grand Theft Auto or like a game like that where you're in that third person view for the for the the whole transition from like third person and then you aim in and in your first like it's really I it's, I, it's I prefer just first person all the time 
Yeah, no, it is different. You know, but but they made their they made you know the Halo and Gears were like their two big and two, yeah. their two big ones. Forza seems to be the only one that's holding up their end of the bargain. Like every mm-hmm. Forza game that comes out is unbelievable, whether it be Horizon or Motorsport or any of them. They're just they're all amazing. But all yeah, the we, other we, IPs suck. And we covered the new one that's going to be coming out. That looks like it's going to be amazing. Oh my god, it looks unbelievable. And then. So we'll see how it goes. I'm hoping that they have some some things in the uh, the bag of tricks. Yeah, I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping for some release dates. Uh, you know, some maybe a game or two we haven't heard of, and just to show us that the the oh, map some surprises would be great is going to hold true. Like they promised, yeah. like all these games to come out within a year from last year's Xbox, whatever they did, and not nearly half of them have been out yet. So I will also hope that they announce the family pass for the game pass. Yeah, we'll see what's going on with that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we haven't heard any. We haven't heard anything on that since what December. Well, they're they're testing certain markets. So I think over in um, Europe, there's a bunch of markets that have it available to them. Because if you type it into the like, Google, it shows that it's available, just not in the U.S. Yeah, I'm I'm curious as to what's going to go on with this whole. The Activision merger, because now they're talking about pulling out of the 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 UK totally and stuff like that. It's, if if it's they a don't, whole weird if they situation. don't, uh, yeah, like it's it, it it's getting really stupid. Well, you know, it's 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 politics and government. Oh, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. They that's it. They they're not catering to them enough, enough, so they're not they're not allowing it. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we're gonna cry like a little baby and throw a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's is what it is. You know, so the next week we'll probably touch base on the the um the Xbox um showcase. Um we're going to have a Diablo 4 episode just straight up Diablo 4. It was pretty much um we switched our game of the week to that this week because once because we, we found out play we could play else. it early, we just like didn't play anything early. else. <laughs> and we haven't played anything else. Um no, we we played it well, no. We played it early and then we kept playing it. And, and then, then we played it more, it. and then, and then we played it a little more, and then we kept playing it after that. Yeah, so we'll <laughs> we, have me, like a a good chunk of we have a, we'll have a whole separate episode basically explaining. I, I'd like to do two, so I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna do one. Now that we have a good amount of hours in, I want to do one with our take on how we feel about it now, and then we're gonna do a whole separate one after we like end game. It. Fi- yeah, like a final, a final, and see if deal. it held up throughout the entire game, and if the end game holds up as well. And from what from everything I hear, the Lilith fight is very good. So we'll, we'll see. see. We'll have to see. You know, um, there's nothing in gaming history this week. So with that, you know, we're gonna keep it nice and short and sweet this week. Everyone have a good night, a good day, and um, just like you, we're average too. <laughs>